welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Drinks with Dub, and I'm a host in Dub, aka Dub City. And I am being joined today by the one, the only Slick Flair himself, Austin Wise. What's up, man? How is it, Dub? How are you doing? I love it. I forget I'm Slick Flair sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy sometimes, like, you know, especially like, you know, rappers, especially like we come up with all these crazy names for ourselves and shit, you know, yeah, I, different personalities. I, and then somebody calls you I'm like, oh, damn, I did call myself that. For yeah, I used to say that I was me. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I still call myself. I, I definitely want to keep rocking with like just have that name in my moniker, one of my monikers. But yeah, I'm cool with yeah. that. But yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong with you know trying to emulate Ric Flair. No, 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 no. you can't. You cannot go wrong with the great one, the greatest of all time. Like, yeah, I think. Yeah, the man pretty much invented swag as we know it. Dude, dude came out the womb dripping. You know what I mean? Just Mm. like, I mean, literally and like figuratively. You know what I mean? But like, uh, either way, he he came out. He just always been like that. You know, the guy just gets it. Yeah. Yeah, he gets it. Um, he gets it. He gets Space Mountain for sure. <laughs> but you know, with this, you know, the slick flare and everything like that, man, it's it's interesting, you know, in this day and age, you know, because I mean, generally we come up with this stuff to try to find something that sticks in the social media world. Is that you know? Mm-hmm. Is that where you came up with the idea, or that? You know. So growing up, my grandma would call me slick. Mm. Like my dad's side of the family has always just called me slick. I, I grew up being called slick, and um, I, I've always been a Ric Flair fan. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think the day I came up with it, I was at my uh, my one of my producers, my really good friend Noah. He's known Grass Kingdoms, um, and he's all over the place if you look him up. I was over at his house, and we, me, him. And a couple of other friends were always joking about how we should like form a group, and all of us have like fake rest wrestler names and stuff. Right. Mine was Slick Flair. He came up with uh, Glock Lesnar, which I think is <laughs> yeah, like right, like that's so great. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a badass idea. Oh, dude, it was like um, my other homie was gonna be Booker Steez. Uh, yeah, right, like. <laughs> Right, uh, we have we have we had a couple different names there, and I just kind of really like calling myself Slick Flair for some reason. So I mean, I, I you know that's just kind of, but you know, I was thought I was thinking at the time like y'all used to call me Slick growing up, so I could always, you know, I was run with that. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's just kind of where it came from. It's always just kind of been an inside joke with us. I like it when people refer to me as Slick Flair, though. It's cool. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a. If you're slick flair, you got to give me a woo. Woo! See, I mean, I'm all right. Like. Yeah, that's a pretty good woo. It's pretty good woo. woo, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. No Rick, but I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. (laughs) So we've been talking about doing this for a while. Of course. And um, you, I think, I do believe. You are, you are the first. No, no, you're not. I've I been on the show before. The, I think. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you've been on the show before. 
Yeah. Way, way, way back in the in the in the SoundCloud days. Right. Like, <laughs> you know? Right. Not. Nah, I, I was. I showed up there. I've been on it. I was on a den. Yeah. Uh, and I had a great time last night when me and Richie pulled up. Um, and we hung out and chopped it up a little bit. It was great. It was a great time. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was back in the old days. That was back, you know, before I was, you know, I was, I was, you know. Yeah, you were doing your thing, bro. You've been like, you've you've been killing it here lately. You know, when you were like, yo, I want to bring you back on. I was like, okay, I mean, nice. Like, I was like, yo, if I could be a part of this again, you know, in any capacity, I, I was like, yeah, I, I would love to. Like, and I and you know, with the album and everything, you're my first interview, you're my first talk about it. So I want to make sure I, that was like from the jump. I was like, I want him to be the first person I talked to about this record. Um, you know, straight up, like, I didn't care who I was like, yeah, I'm going to start here with Doug because he's, he put me on first. He put me on before anyone else did. And, you know, always like was, you always had like the right mindset and like, I would just always appreciate the, the, the work that you put in and what you do. So, like, you know, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. You know, it's, it's a struggle out here, you know, the entertainment industry, you know, in general. Oh yeah. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's definitely a, a grind and, you know, like you said, uh, you know, mindset. Now I'll touch on some mindset stuff here in a little bit. Yeah. But um, let's go ahead and dive right into the album. Right. Um, and we'll take a sort of a reverse course. Okay. How long, how long have you been rapping? Uh, how long have I been rapping? Like personally? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I started, I've always been like musically inclined. Um, I was just, I started like I remember being a little kid. I was just making up songs constantly. I always was in the rap, and I got into freestyling about ten, eleven, mm-hmm. ten, um, and then I got into writing raps around thirteen, fourteen. I used right, to just free- right. yeah, actually writing raps like thirteen, fourteen, and trying to do that. Um, and as far as like pursuing rap as a, I guess you know, career as a, a mindset, um, on and off or in some capacity since I was, you know, since I was 18, since I was, you know, since I, this is all I've ever wanted to do. You know what I mean? When I, when I try to like picture myself or say, what, Oh, what could I do if, you know, if I, um, you know, what will be a good nine to five or what, you know, just something like that. I've, it's always felt like, like a giant compromise because I've always felt like this is exactly what I want to do. And I've been doing it. So why would I not do it? Um, right. So, you know, I'm 24, you know, rapping in some capacity since I was 10. And right. there. So got like you, got you. 14 years, I guess. Right, Shit. right. <laughs> I <thought> about <laughs> yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm sorry. And I so, cuss. I'm sorry, but shit. Oh, shit. This is, right, like, <laughs> this is not FCC regulated at right, all. Right, right. <laughs> but still, you know. Yeah, this is the realization. Like, I've been rapping for 14, I turned 15, not 15, 25, turned 25 in December. So, uh, it'll be 15 years then, I guess. I don't really have like a rap birthday or day. Oh, I said this is where I when I started rapping, but right, right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of us do. Yeah, I don't no. think it was, it's, it's music. So, like, you know, I used to view it as a novelty thing, like, oh, I know how to rap, or like, you know, just an ability I have. But, um, a buddy of mine a couple of years ago put me on to like, you know, it's, it's an art, how it's explain, help me explain, help explain to me how it's an art form and how like, it's just the same as learning guitar or um, piano or drums or singing or whatever. It's an art form. It's a practice and it's a, um, a skill set. 
So once I wrapped my mind yeah. around that, it was kind of, oh, okay, you know, I have been doing this in some capacity for a long time and like working hard at it. So yeah, I mean. Right. And so so you start, you know, deciding like, you know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this seriously. Yeah. And we live in this, you know, we're in the digital age. Right. So it's very different than, you know, and you're you're ten years, you know, you're ten years younger than me. Yeah. So I remember when, like, the internet first became a tool for music, you know, just to get music, right, right. Let alone try to, you know, create music and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, the process and I think the mindset has definitely changed with artists, Absolutely. you know, yeah. coming up trying to, you know, put out music because, you know, I went through it, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely went through it, like, Every now and then I'll come across a CD, mm-hmm. you know, from like, hell, 10 years ago or some shit, you know, and like listen to like the quote unquote projects that I was trying right. to put out. And it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, right. Why did I think this was, you know, yeah. worth putting out to the world? You know, I would, th- I would never, necessarily- uh, I would never allow, I would never allow you to think that your art was very valid and very uh, needed. Don't ever think that, you know, you put something out for, uh, you know, don't think that. I, I'm just what I'm trying to say. Like, don't think that about it. Like, yo, that was what you wanted to do. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Heart, it's what your heart said. This is what you want to do. This is what I want to pursue. So, like, yeah, don't ever think that. I, I'm telling you that. I'll tell anyone that. But, like, you know, don't ever think it was a waste of your time or, like, what was I thinking? Or everything. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, no, no. Not necessarily, like, a waste of time, but it was just, like, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's like, what was my mindset? Like, not understanding the mindset of, you know, like you said, it's an art form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of going from, like, ooh, I got bars to, you know, like, I can really rap yeah. and, you know, take this art form seriously. Because I remember, you know, I guess I was living, I was living here. So sometime in the past three years or whatever, you know, I, you know, I swung through when you were doing a video show. Yeah. You know yeah, what I how mean? you feeling? And yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that was what? When was that? Three, four years ago. It was 2016. Yeah, so, yeah, so four years ago, you know, you're working on this video, you know, and I'm like, you know, hey, I, I, fucks, with, I fucks with Austin. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to slide through, you yeah. know, show some support for the video. Yeah. And then fast forward, you know, four years, you know what I mean? And you've got this project one night in Lafayette, which, you know, I, you know, I, I have not had time to listen to all of it. I'm about 75% through, but it's definitely, it's definitely a, it's not, it's, it's, it's an album. It's, It's a complete, you know, the whole, the whole project has a purpose. You know what I mean? So it's not just like, oh, I recorded a bunch of songs. Let me pick, let me pick the best 10 or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's definitely something that's been thought through. You know, start here and end yeah. here. What was it like? What made you go through that trend? I guess that transition or creative process from, you know, oh, I wrote some bars. I'm going to put a song out in a video to, you know what, I want to put an entire project together. I mean, that's kind of been my goal for a long, long time. Um, 
I got into listening to albums as a kid. So like, um, like my grandparents would just leave me like just get their old CDs of like it didn't be country music or whoever, but I I just always had like an affinity for like listening to things front to back. I just always have been into it. And my cousins would give me mixed CDs of like random songs they put together and stuff, and how that would and they would always think about how it would flow together. And um, I've just always been like when it comes to music, I love albums. Like I love sitting down, putting on a record, and just letting it ride, you know, however long it is, you know. And sometimes it's good. Mm. Sometimes it's, you know, transcendent. You know, it's great. Sometimes it's not, you know, but I've always wanted to put out a record and an album, I mean, I guess you could say, or a mixtape or whatever for a long time. And I've wrote several. Um, I have wrote, like, maybe eight full, like, planned out albums in mm. my, like, time writing rapping um and i always wanted to do something like this this has been something that i've wanted to do for a long not just rap i'm talking about like an album and um how you feeling you know when we shot how you feeling i had an album plan you know to go along with that um and you know a whole different set of beats whole different set of everything I was going to put out like a couple of and I had other things planned, but then life just kind of happened, you know, and life goes the way it happened. It does. And I was hitting walls and I was doing things. I was, you know, more worried about singles, more worried about just individual songs. I was more worried about, you know, just other stuff. You know, I had, you know, a relationship and I had a place to live, a house, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, having a full project kind of got scattered. And then after all that kind of fell apart and after how you feel, I didn't really capitalize and do anything because um, of my own problems. Uh, you know, putting down this record together was, I, I was thinking about it when I was, I was putting it together in my head in some form or capacity when I did your show. Um, and it's had different names and different, you know, different names, different titles. And, you know, I was thinking about it in some capacity when I would did your show the last time. So, and I, I, I was maybe 2017, 2018. Um, but in some capacity, I've been thinking about this album in some way, shape, right. or form. And over the years, every album I put together has just kind of gradually gotten, it's just been diff like, different. Like at, at one point in time, it was just going to be a collection of songs. You know, it was just going to be like, hey, this is like some 10, 12 really good songs. Let me put this on like a CD and just and just flip it and just sell it. You know what I mean? Get it going. Let me do that. But over the years, I've grown to appreciate the art of putting an album together. And um, mm. just what goes on when that happens. And figuring out what kind of artist I want to be and what kind of artist I am, what kind of rapper am I? Am I, you know, and I feel like I can do anything that I want to when it comes to rap, you know, microphone-wise, I feel like I can do anything. And I can tell a story, I can give you bars, I can wordplay you out the room, I can flow you for days, you know, I, I feel like anything I feel like I want to do, I can do. And when it came to One Night Lafette, you know, at first it was, I had the idea of writing about my hometown and the area that we're from for a long time because I don't really feel like anyone has ever done it 
in a way like this at least and that's not swiping anyone not you or whatever just not in this fashion i feel like no one's trying to tackle what i've like tried to go after here and that's not like an arrogant that just kind of like i grew up you know going through being involved in hip-hop and the scene around here listening to other people's projects and a lot of them were just there are a lot of you know the songs they have put together and that's great you know that's awesome that's like that is an album that is an art form i wanted to do something different i really wanted to put together a complete piece for the listener um you know i wanted to put something together that you could sit from start to finish and listen to one beat and get something out of it and um you know that's kind of been the mindset going into it was i just want to make really good music that you know fit and um that made sense, I guess. And um, I wanted to create energies and vibes and you know, I wanted you to feel something. I wanted you to like, I wanted to take you where I wanted, my goal was I wanted you to put you in the passenger seat of my ride as I'm, it, as I'm in Lafette this one night, you know, what's it like riding in these small desolate towns late at night? Like, the 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 mystery the the vibe the energy all of it you know because for me you know me riding around Lafette at two a.m. is nothing because I'm from there right you know I'm I grew up there right. I know where I'm at I know you know hey around the corner is my homie's house you know down that way if I take a left here I'll take another left I'm right back where I started you know I'll do this I'm here you know but I wanted it to be for people that's never been there and like. I hear my friends tell me stories all the time about like, you know, getting lost at in nighttime in towns they don't know of, like in the middle of nowhere yeah. and how scary that is and the immediate dread that comes over their bodies. And I thought that was an intriguing night like thing. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely something that, you know what I mean? Like I said, you, I've been hearing you talk about it for, you know, for a while now talking about you know just one night in Lafette coming soon and it's like all right you know cool and then like I said you sent me a copy of it and I started listening to it and I was like oh this is like a I don't want to say almost like a concept yeah, yeah absolutely yeah you know this is definitely something like this is this is uh, you know about a night in yeah. Lafette you know in the life of Austin yeah. Wise like so it, you know it's definitely something that's you know like I said you I think you're right. It's definitely something that, to my knowledge, nobody, you know, around here has done. You know, we've all just kind of, you know, gone in the studio, wrapped some bars and, you know, put the shit together and called it a day. You know what I mean? And, you know, like you said, there's, you know, not necessarily anything wrong with that, but it, you know, it definitely is what everybody else was doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this is definitely something different. Well, I've always had a rule, um, look around respect everyone what they're doing but look at what they're doing and how they're going about it you'll learn something from it but uh, your creative yeah. my creative process has to be my creative process it can't be anyone else's it has to be uniquely mine and i have a rule of if they're doing it you're not you know if they're doing this and they're taking this angle you're not taking that angle because that angle that that route's taken you know you can find your own route and i got had to do my own thing and um yeah like there's definitely you know it, there's a concept there like the idea it's nighttime like it's you know from the the, the song the first song is sunset the last song is sunrise you know it's a night yeah. it's an album that happens completely at night you know and that's the vibe and the energy i want to get off and it's not like a nice night either it is a scary night it is a 
yeah, this everybody. Is, yeah, this is not even. We're, yeah, they're sitting a you know they're sitting a typical night like you're just sitting in the house playing video games. You're out getting into shit, which you know, I think anybody from a small town will tell you that you know we can, we can get, get into get, some shit. <laughs> you know? You're telling me, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, we're from it. Like, what happened, like, it, it kind of, I've always, it feels like no one's really watching what we do anyway. No one cares. And, there's, right. you know, you, there's so much, like, that you, that happens that people don't know about, that people don't see, that people, you know, that, like, all of that. So. Yeah, like, that, you know, that people, you know, from, you know, big cities, so to speak, wouldn't expect all of this stuff to be going on well, in this little hick town. Yeah, there's that, and, there's, <laughs> and they have a fear of like, not necessarily a fear, but like a weariness about it. You know, you know, I've got I've got friends that are from like you know major cities and stuff, and they're like, yeah, I don't really want to go any like they live here in Nashville now, and they're like, yeah, I really don't want to go anywhere outside of Nashville at a certain time in these small towns at night. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and it's also you know where it's the south, you know. There's that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, hell, I've spent some, you know, I've spent some nights in Lafayette, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Like heading out at, you know, leaving Hartsville at one one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, you know, in Lafayette, you know, somewhere I probably, you know, being in places I ain't had no business being, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I definitely get it. The, uh, you know that you know that concept of hey, this is this is what life is like around here. It may not be every day, but there's some, there's some shit. You know. Yeah, well, like you know, I'm obviously not trying to like on the. I, I feel like on the record, I wasn't trying to like tell a story that's too far fetched. So these are all legitimate. Right. Like I can't sit here and say, oh, this is exactly what happened on one night of my life. These are a collection of stories mm. throughout my nights. And you know the story, and yeah. the story is getting told is actually, it's pretty accurate, um, to a degree. It's pretty accurate as to what happened, and um, like for me personally, and was growing up, there's a lot of like, it's obviously art, so there's a lot of there's exaggeration, but there's yeah. not a lot. You know, there's exaggeration, but it's shit that genuinely happened. Like, um, the track eleven, I feel like the track eleven thirty is one of the more important tracks on the record, because um, that is you know story to the point you know what i mean like i literally like i open up with 11 30 my head swinging out the window system in the back of this stashing house in though like bumpy kevin gates while i'm calling with my kim folk all my cousins got them sticks and we ain't talking about kendo you know and i literally just put you in the ride with me as we go to base the the song if it was, it was real life shit that happened like we, we i went to go um i had problems with me and this guy had problems about some stupid shit and um I didn't know I was getting set up. So, like, this guy, you know, a friend of mine at the time, you know, acted as my friend at the time, said, hey, um, and, you know, he's kind of like acting a buffer between the two of us. He's like, hey, you know, he's no, he's got, you got problems and this, that, and the other. You know, if you want to go talk about it or settle it, you know, this is where you need to go. And this is where, and you can roll with me, you can roll with us, you know. And then we get there, and I got my, and we get there, and then that guy I thought it was my friend ain't really my friend. Ain't really someone I could depend on and um, end up getting my ass kicked <laughs> just straight up. And it wasn't just by one person. It was by a couple of different people. And, you know, that, that kind of is always like, that's fucked with me. 
that's fucked me for a long, long time. And um, I wanted right. to put that story on a record because now I just tell that story because, I mean, it's it, the shit that happens here. You know, it's shit that happens everywhere. But, like, people, you know, I feel like with small towns, for a lot of people, they feel as if, like, it's safe. No, it's completely yeah. safe. There's nothing bad. Like, bad shit happens, but, like, it's so rare that you can't really worry about what happens, you know? But it seems like yeah. that shit that was, you know, just one weekend, and then there's other – I hear other stories. I hear horrific shit that happened. I hear of, you know, just cra- – like, just violence and sexual abuse, and I hear drug – like, drug stories that – you know the problems with the drug drug problems. I guess I'm trying to like elaborate, but you know I wanted to like talk about all that stuff and like, no, like hey, we're out here suffering too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This we're, shit we're, happens we're here too. too. Yeah. You know, there's shit that happens here too. Yeah, it's definitely something. You know, I think it's definitely relatable to you know the small yeah. town life. You know what I mean? So yeah, so. So get you know talking about the album and you know obviously with the album you want to promote it and you want to you know want it to be yeah. a success. This is where I want to talk about gotcha. some mindset stuff because you know I've been wanting to have a rap uh, you know a local rapper right. on the show for a while because you know I've sort of you know I've stepped yeah. away from it you know sort of out of the I eye guess, of yeah. the hurricane yeah. and. I definitely see shit that I'm just like, no, nah, that it right. that don't add up. You know what I mean? So, and one of the things, one of the things that I've seen is, you know, definitely the uh, the, the 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 performance scene in mm-hmm. local hip hop. I definitely have a okay. problem with. Uh, what are you, what have been your experiences or plans or your thoughts on you know trying to do shows or doing shows or that just that whole aspect of you know well, being an artist <laughs> i mean when it comes to getting i kind of i've been fortunate the, the the first thing i want to tell anyone when it comes to getting shows um the first rule is networking 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 like you have to like you you can't get booked. You have to get booked, and to get booked, you have to be known by the person that can do the booking. You have to be known by the booker. And if they don't know who yeah. you are, they can't book you. And when I say know who you are, I'm not talking necessarily about how many followers or how many plays you get or how popping you are. I'm talking like, do they know who you as a person are? Do they like have you contacted them? Like if your rap name is. Let, let's say you if this, this we'll use you for an example like do they know like have not have they heard of dub but do they know maya you know what i mean like do they know you as a person because that shit gets right. you up you know and that's how you find your way in and networking with those people like you know they have emails they have you know they have emails they're real people like you can send them EP, make an epk and send it to them and getting booked like don't pay for shows don't pay to be booked on shows don't do that shit oh thank you like so yeah, no. much oh yeah no i want to right, look so i get it right 
it's an opportunity to perform, and they say it's a showcase. These people are going to be here. It costs this much, right? Yeah, like there are real life opportunities that happen like that, but there is also other group. There's there's like and those happen very minuscule, and they're happening in ways and in formats that you don't know about. They're not like big promoted things. If it's some dude like I'm perform, I'm promoting a giant artist showcase. You pay this much to perform. And um, there's no like it just happens all the time, and people think, yeah, I'm gonna pay this much money and get on to this performance, and then it's you and 15 other rappers that no one knows about, and you know they're, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like six of them are gonna sound the exact same. Um, some of them mm-hmm. are not, and you know, it's it's just I've always thought that was weird. Every booking I've ever gotten has been yeah. through somebody I know personally through somebody i've met before that i put hey this is me this is who i am this is what i do you know who i am this is me hey what's up my name is this this is what i do here it is you know and whatever happens from that happens from it um right because because here's what here's here's what i see about the whole pay to pay to perform thing is everybody wants to be a fucking boss. You know what I mean? So everybody wants to be, you know, a mogul or this and that and all this shit. So here's here's what happens. Is I'm going to start, you know, fucking Dub City Promotions. I'm going to start, I'm going to be a promoter. I'm going to put up shows and shit. But guess what? Don't nobody know who the fuck I am. I ain't never booked the show. I ain't never sold no tickets to shit. And so the venue is going to cost yeah. $1,500 to rent. Right. You got $1,500. I'm broke. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get mm-hmm. 10 people. I'm going to get 10 rappers to pay $150 yeah. to have- perform on this showcase. Yeah. So right. I can pay for the venue. But I ain't got no, but obviously if, you know, they're paying to perform, they're not known. So they're gonna bring like maybe three people maybe, with them that rode in the car maybe. with them. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what I mean. So, you know, at the end of the day, I paid for the. You know, I paid for the. I got the venue paid for. Yeah, and I made sixty it's not bucks. Like a business move. You know what I mean. Not only is it not like a business move, because number one, if you don't have fifteen hundred dollars, if you want to be a show promoter and you don't have fifteen hundred dollars to invest, you don't really want to be a show promoter. You got if you are a business right. mogul. The first thing you need to learn is how to budget. Every rich person, like the richest person I ever met, had a budget that he stuck to religiously. You know what I mean? Like, I know he knew how much he was going to spend every day on his breakfast, on his coffee, on his whatever. You know what I mean? And that's just, that's, you know, good business. And the whole, you know, want to be a boss, want to be this, you know, that and the other. Like, yeah, that's great. Like, you have the right spirit. You just don't have the like the the, the spirits there, but the practicality is not being practiced. Like, it's it's just like rap. You got to work at it, and you got to learn about it. You got to study it. You know. Right. You know what I mean? Like the goal of you know the goal of any promotion, it's, you know, any it's sort to make of profit. entertainment. Yes. Make profit and to make money. And you, you know that kind of business. You're yeah. in the business of selling tickets. You know, well, if you're going to sell tickets, I need an artist that right. people know yeah, and want to come see. 
you know, so it's just, it's always, and that was one, that's honestly, yeah. that's one of the reasons I stepped away just because I got tired of dealing with, you know, the bullshit of like, oh no, you got to do this and you got to do that. You got to, like, like, no, no I don't. Like, like, I've definitely been hit up about, oh, pay to perform. The moment you hit me with that, all right, like, if you, I have, I've seen this happen. I've had this happen before. They said, hey, hit my DM. I'm looking, hit my DM, submit your music. We're putting on an artist showcase. You submit your music and they hit you with a message like, hey, you sound great. We need this much money before you can perform. Like, well, if I sound great yeah. and you're showcasing me, but I got to pay you to showcase me. And then you get to look in their promotion page, maybe has like 100 likes on their post. Then you go look at, if you go look through like the post, you know, anyone can buy likes. You know, it's not that difficult. Like people get finessed this way, all like young rappers all the time, you know, and it happens yeah. all the time. And it's bad business. Like, and a good, you know, what I've learned is just when it comes to, you know, if you really want to, if you're really serious about it, figure out a budget. Find a booking agent. Find or or do it yourself. Go to these places that you want to perform. And send an email. Like a friend of mine does this, yeah. did this, and he was getting booked pretty regularly. So like, you know, he, he would send an email, he'll figure out their email, send an email. Go to the venue during the day. Like not at night when it's busy, during the day. Go in. Sit down at the bar or whatever, get a drink. Say, like, hey, I want to talk to your manager. Um, I sent an email about booking a show here. Um, and I haven't, it's been about a week. I haven't had a response. I'm just following up. And nine times out of 10, they're going to say, oh, I probably missed your email. What's your name again? And exchange information and talk about it. You'll get how much it costs to run, rate the venue and how much this, that, and the other is going to cost. Then from there, like, okay, cool. Then you, you talk about it. And at that point, you should be ready to go when it comes. You should have already, like, been, but if you know it's going to be around $1,000, $2,000 to book the venue, you should already be ready to put that down. If you're trying to book a show, you should right. be ready to book a show. You know what I mean? Like, don't, yeah. if you don't just think that you're ready, you, you, I know I'm ready to book shows. I don't have the money to book shows. And I'm also not booking shows this year anyway. I'm not trying to do any shows because of, you know, Corona, but because of COVID, you know, just trying to be responsible in that regard. But best believe next year, I have a budget right. and a plan set up to try to book my own shows or at least find a booking agent. You know, yeah, like, yeah. this is, and this is like, Google it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I tell, like, bro. You have the yeah, internet like look at the internet in your pocket, like, in it, front of your face, all day long. Ask a question. Yeah. It's that search bar, and then don't just click on one article and read about half of it, and then give up. Read a couple of articles. Read a couple of like websites and look up these. Like, do your research. Do your due diligence. It takes work, homie. Like, <laughs> you're not just gonna pop pop overnight. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, just talking about the, you know, COVID and all that kind of shit, it's definitely been yeah. funny to me. I've seen people posting shit, you know, like shows being canceled because of COVID. And I'm like, hell, they, wasn't, they say don't gather in groups of 10. It wasn't going to be 10 people there. Y'all didn't have to cancel That's that hilarious, shit. That's hilarious, actually. It's like, there's going to be people, dog. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all could have social distanced. Everything right. was going to be fine. You didn't have to cancel the show. 
<laughs> but you know, like that's just that underbelly of you know bullshit is definitely because you know I you know I know other people you know I know people in different walks of life and shit, and nobody else has even thought that was a thing right. to pay to perform somewhere. You're, you're supposed to get paid to right. perform somewhere. It's <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean. Or at the very, yeah, or at right. least you do it for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's be what, out that's of what to perform. Like actual showcase, that's what it is. Like, the, the performers perform for free. They're not going to get paid a chance to perform in front of people. And if you guys promote it well, the money right. is going to be made not in the door sales. And usually the bar keeps the bar, you know, mm. but your door sales. And that's where, you know, yeah. that's where you have to have control as an artist and, like, be smart as an artist. Like, if you're gonna perform for free, that's fine, but make that show worth performing at. You know, don't. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't. You know, one. You know, one thing. You know, I see a lot of people do. You know, and I learned this very early on. You know, you should Absolutely never not. show up to a show empty-handed. Like, like. Like, you know, it does you no good to get on stage and perform in front of people, no matter how many people was there. And have, hell, if it was one person that, you know, listened to your performance right. and thought, like, that dude was a shit. Nothing. And yeah. you didn't give him. So now you just, that, yep. that dude that one time I seen at that place. Yeah, so, like, I've been following, I follow um, a lot of underground rappers, and there's one rapper I follow a lot. He's actually really great, really, really tight. Um, you know, we've talked a couple times. Of His name is Marcel P. Black. And um, he's just dope. He's from um, he's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, very conscious, very political, heavy rap, and just you know, super dope. And um, he document he basically documents what he does on tours as he does them. You know, he doesn't go to a show without his merch table and yeah. his merch. You know, does not happen. It he just doesn't do it. And he's you know. And how and he tells that and he's been able to not only like do shows, but to tour independently with these shows and set up tours and make money and come back home with a profit. And you've never heard of him, no, yeah. but someone hasn't and they released heard him that night and they bought his record and they or they bought his t shirt or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you know, or you know, pick like, up something and, and follow him on Instagram, or you know, yeah, these days, right? The very least is Instagram or Twitter yeah. follow or Facebook, whatever. But yeah, get a because at least then they'll yeah, be able to yeah. see what you're Maybe doing. Stream your you know, on I mean? Spotify that'll be beneficial for you. Maybe later on when you do a merch line, um, and you do something different, you know, hey, they've been following you for a while, and you put up some dope merch. And they're like, oh, yeah, I want that. And now you're selling merch, you know, from your house. You're selling, you don't even have to leave the house. You know, that's what my friend, um, one of our producers on this record, on the record, yeah. uh, Fresh Kid, you know, he ha- he put out his last, he put out a record, you know, last year and been doing well off it. And then from the record, he started a clothing line. And the clothing line that he's been putting out and the clothes he's been out have been hitting were popping. You know, and he was like, oh, I have something with his clothing line. Not just with the music, but now I have another revenue stream with this clothing line. And he just put out his um, second season mm-hmm. a couple months, about a month ago. 
uh, the Steve's collection, man, like, you know, he's just been smart about how to, like, business savvy in that regard. Because artists, like, you're not going to make a lot of money off your physical music. It's just, it's just, well, the the value of music is too little. And that's not saying your music's bad. It's just the economics of it, right? If I can buy a song on iTunes for 99 cents or steal it for free, the value of your music is a dollar max. Maybe. You know, but then you have, you know, you can steal it. You can stream it. And streaming doesn't get you paid unless you have a lot of, you know, a billion streams. And maybe you're getting something out of it. But, you know, if you're not going to, like, make a whole lot off of your streaming early on, off your, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to make money off just being a SoundCloud rapper. You're not going to make money off of, like, just not taking it seriously or, like, just focusing or just putting out music and thinking, all right, I put this song, now it's going to blow up and it's going to get a million streams on Spotify and we're going to get paid. Nah, homie, like, nowadays people put out a song along with a shirt, a hat, um, a poster, a flyer, a different cover, um, a downloadable link with lyrics and all that. Like, they, they, print, they brand around just one song these days. If the song is all you got, you're fucked. Yeah, and not in a bad. If you're expecting yeah. to make money off it, you're you know you're playing yourself. Unless you know, unless you made that song with a specific placement in mind or it had a placement locked up. But other than, I mean, most of the time, that doesn't it's not happening right away. So it just takes time. Yeah, I mean, here's 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 the thing. Here's the thing yeah. that I've noticed about music in general because I'm I'm a dinosaur. I'm old enough to remember having to do such things like. I remember, you know, right. having to go buy fucking CDs. You know what I mean? So, and you know, again, talking about the small town deal, nah. it ain't nowhere in Hartsville to buy nah. CDs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I gotta, go to, mm-hmm. I gotta go to Lebanon at yep. least. That's a twenty-five. So I gotta decide that I want to get up, get dressed, get in my car, drive for twenty minutes, and spend my yep. fucking money to get your CD. You know Nowadays, you know, especially you know, with streaming and shit, right. I might not even know you had an album coming out. Yep, you might not announce it. There it is. You know, I wake up. You know, before I get out of bed, check my smartphone yep. and get on the internet and be like, "Oh shit, yep. MC, MC, what's his name dropped an album? Download." You know, yeah, like you, you know, don't have to get out of bed for more shit. Ever, and your music has value. It's just about how you make it have value. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that's the reason that we see we see these big streaming numbers mm-hmm. and then the big drop the next week. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so easily consumed that yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll check it out. Hell it ain't it ain't it ain't costly. Yeah. I already paid the twelve bucks for Spotify. Yep. Mm-hmm. All I gotta do is click a button, yeah, I'll listen to it. You know. But would I've gone through yeah. the trouble to listen to right. it if I had to? You know, oh, what yeah, I mean? like, so, and, and, and yeah, it's just right there, and it's readily accessible for you, unless you want, and unless you want to listen to it, you're not going to listen to it. You know, not only 
is that not only yeah. do you have op- you have more musical options than ever now, than ever. Yeah. You know, but I think the ease, you know, and I think sometimes the ease of it, I think will, uh, you know, you know, it'll cause you to sample some oh, stuff yeah. that you like, might not necessarily have sampled. Like, I or, listen to Korean you know. rap all the time for some reason. Um, I don't know what, and I don't know their name. I don't. I put on like a radio station on my like a playlist on my Spotify, and his dudes speaking Korean rapping. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. I don't know Korean. The shit's hard. You know, and but how yeah. could I and how would I? Shit sound good 1998, though. <laughs> well, maybe 98 or ni- 1988 have known about a rap group in Korea, or if there even was one. Like, you have right. to have a re- you have to have all this stuff. The game is different now. Like, you could be working with like you could be working with a guy right now that has like an EP out. You know what I mean? You could be just working with next to a guy who just put out yeah. his fourth album, or or just mm-hmm. you know, you could be the the guy down the hall in the cubicle that's real quiet as a rapper on the weekends, and he has a mixtape on SoundCloud now. You know, it's everyone who wants to do it yeah. can do it now. So, how do you make, um, how do you make it? How do you make what you do stand out from everyone else in your own thing? Is the next question. So, yeah, that's yeah, definitely. It. Yeah, I mean, if you don't stand and, out, and, then, not, and when I say stand, I don't you mean have, like, you don't stand out. Just stand out. Stand out. Like, don't clout chase. You know, and at least not in a way that's not unique. Mm-hmm. I guess um, if you're gonna go, yeah, right. Like you're just don't make like, it we get it, dog. Like, <laughs> You want people to see what you're doing. We get it. Like, um, don't do that shit. Like, I, what I've learned is just being yourself and being genuine, but also open, is what gets people to connect for so long. Like, I don't have like huge numbers, but I do know that there's people when it came to this album that wanted it and that have wanted it. You know, I did right. $200 in pre-sales for my first album. Like, when I say pre-sales, I don't mean, like, pre-like, they bought it and one of the 27th is going to hit their phone. I mean, like, hey, if you want my album, here it, hit, my, hit me up, and I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll send it to you. I will send it to you early before it hits streaming service and stuff, and you can check it out. And I'll send it to you in a downloadable file so you can download it to your computer and always have it. You know, not just... If you, right. if you let's say you don't want to use Spotify anymore or switch to Apple Music or whatever, you know, if you have music saved on your Spotify but you switch over, you lost that shit. You didn't own it, you it's gone. But if you have it on your no, iTunes or whatever, or just computer library, you always have access to that stuff. You always as long as your computer doesn't crash. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. But like oh, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like that was and that was you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was blessed in that regard, you know, to be, have over the years built goodwill with some people. And, you know, the math is $200 in sales, but like, it's only about 20 people, really. It was, I did it for $10, but it's still 20 people that yeah. were so eager to hear my music. They said, I can get it early if I just pay this. Fine. Sure. Yeah. 
See, that's the thing. That's that's the thing that people don't. I think that people yeah. don't, you know, take the time to consider. And hell, I do it. Hell, yeah. yeah, I do it too. Even you know, doing this podcast, you know, like mm-hmm. numbers have to start somewhere. You're not gonna start, you know, doing big numbers. But like you said, twenty. You know, you've had twenty people. Yeah. You know, buy the album early. You know. Yeah. You don't know who those twenty people are gonna let hear it. You know, so you might end up you you had 20 fans right and well you know, i was you might end up with 25 like some of them like some of them were friends <laughs> you know? i had over the years that were like hey man i want to support you here's here's this yeah um and some of and some of my friends paid extra a couple of my friends paid like 15 20 bucks like i said this is for the album this is just because i fucking support you and love what you do right um and then i had complete strangers hitting me up people yeah. that i've i've if i met them it was one time and that was it, you know what I mean? Like people, but but they stuck around and they followed, yeah. and they, you know, I it would blow me away. It was like, yo, what? Uh, okay, yeah, sure. I don't know who you are, but thank you. You know, thank you so much. So you know, and I was, and I told them like, hey, if you don't like it, set, you know, hit me up, and I'll send you your money back. No, no big deal. But like, they hit me back like, yo, I'm happy I bought this. This is great. Yeah, so, uh. I, you know, I yeah. made my, I, I made people wait, and I've, I've made sure I was gonna, I knew I was gonna make people wait, but I made sure to put the work in to that the wait was worth it. I feel like, at least to everyone that has listened to it yeah. so far, that said, yeah, this is so worth the wait is what I've been getting, and it's so worth the ten dollars. So that means a lot to me too. So I think that's a that's the blessing. That's a real blessing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's you know, and that's well, you know, that's why we do what we do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, and I could have made nothing. You know, you know what we, I, mean? we, I could make nothing off this album, and I'd be happy. Cause, right, you know, but it's a, it's a, it's yeah. the weird thing about you know being an entertainer. Is I mean, I think for the most part, mm-hmm. you, I think you're born an entertainer. Yeah. Like it's just something that's in you. So we do the shit. Because we enjoy it, but once we once you get yeah. into the the business yeah. of entertainment, the goal is to make money. You know what I mean? Like people talk about, yeah. you know, I made this album for me, right? Like, no, yeah, you, didn't. you made it to make money, right? You made it for you because it didn't sell. Like if it was for you, yeah. we wouldn't know and about I'm, it. You'd right. record like it if, and kept it, it for really yourself. For you, you wouldn't put like I have songs that I've made with um, like friends of mine that are not with us that are just for me. I would never put them out for like the world to see. That's just for me. And my the right. album, yeah, is very much for me. But yeah, I kind of want to make some money off of it because this is what I want to do for a living. This is how I want to make you know earn my yeah. keep and and find my place in the world. So like. Um, yeah, man, like it's, it's a thin line, you know, as entertainer, I guess as an entertainer, cause you want to like, you want to please people, but you want to do exactly what you want to do. You want to like entertain, but you want to make stuff that you find entertaining and maybe not everyone finds entertaining. Um, yeah. yeah, there you is. There's, find just, those people that do that, find it entertaining. Not a lot of people will be entertained, but it doesn't mean like some people will or somebody will. And honestly, 
if the right yeah. you never know like if the right person likes your song other people might like your shit um like you mm-hmm. know, Khalid that uh, that song location right um, a couple of years ago like send me your location yeah yeah that shit's fire right that shit blew yeah. up cuz he didn't wasn't really all that like yeah. he was well, I didn't know about him but I didn't know about him he might have like had maybe like a couple like thousand 2000 plays on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, or whatever, or Spotify, maybe like had a couple songs over 10, 20,000, or whatever. That's and that's good, but not like astronomically beautiful, amazing numbers. But that shit, that song popped off because Kylie Jenner took a Snapchat video of her like lip singing it or whatever, and it popped off and it blew yeah. up. And now that that record went multi time platinum. He went multi-time platinum. He's got a career mm-hmm. like that. That still happens, but it's not. And that's like the best case scenario. But doesn't mean it still doesn't happen, right? Yeah, like that's 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 not everybody. No, <laughs> I don't like that. I doesn't need to be your that plan. plan. He might have sent it. He might have like sat down and yeah. said, "I'm going to send this song to these people, and hopefully, someone plays it." Which is a legitimate strategy, but he's probably not thinking if I'm gonna do this and if this doesn't work, I'm just gonna quit. You know, he's gonna send that shit, and if nothing happens, he's right. And he's gonna try it again. He might message the same people, might message different people. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. alert to his strategy, but he's also gonna still keep doing his art and still keep you know doing his thing. Because at the end of the day, that's what he wants to do. It's his thing. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. And obviously, at some point, he was getting enough, you know, feedback yeah, to those like, that hey, there's some, there's people out here that's fucking with like, this. Hey, you know, so he probably yeah. sounds like, and that's a good thing about the internet too, because you put out a song, you know, it instantly who all has heard your song because there's a number right next to it, and that can be good or bad. Like it can be disheartening as shit when mm-hmm. you put out a song and then you look eight hours later, and it has four plays. Or twenty plays or whatever that can be disheartening, yeah. but yeah. the hot, the flip side is, um, like for example, for me, the biggest song that I've ever been a part of, or that I have, or I've ever been a part of, is my as a track I did with Lucifer Ferrari, God rest his soul. That we had a track that got we put it out on Monday, and Monday through Friday we had a thousand plays on it. And we were really excited. We were really happy with that. We were so happy, right. we went out and got drinks. I'll never forget it. We went. We said, we got a thousand plays of this song. Let's, we've earned it. Let's <laughs> get a fucking beer. You know, and we went out, we had a beer too, and then we went home. Like, that yeah. was it. You know, whatever. The next day, we wake up and jump. I, get a, I, I wake up at like 8.30 to my phone blowing up. And it's him. And he's like, hey, man. Did you buy stream? Did you buy stream? Because people do that. Did you buy like some streams for the song or whatever? I'm like, no. I was like, all right, well, have you paid for like a repost? No. All right, well, have you done anything? I go, no, I, it's no, I haven't done anything. But reposted on my like Instagram story, my Facebook page, you know, I've done that, but nothing else. He goes, well, it's it. I woke up, checked the numbers, and we're at 40,000 plays. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, and it's climbing, and the free like, and we will refresh it, and it went from forty eight thousand to forty two thousand, 
the 45,000, the 50,000. And that shit ended up at like 70,000 plays. And we met up again and got drinks again. <laughs> we were like, yo, we might. Yeah, yeah you, you, you get another so three like, thousand. We live, we live for that. You know what I mean? I, you know, we make it, we make music for it in a way like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. But when it happens and people connect with it and people feel something and people recognize the art that you made, it's like, man, there ain't no better feeling because it, it makes you feel right. <laughs> it makes you feel like I didn't wait. I haven't been wasting my time. I've been yeah. doing something right here. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I guess the biggest, you know, the biggest song I've been a part of, you know, I don't even know if it's the biggest song, but, you know, the the video itself, mm-hmm. the fucking I'm a Warrior video that, you know, I did with Ace Click, you know. Yeah. Hell, going up, coming up on 10 years now, probably. Right. Like, this still pops up on my fucking timeline. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking crazy. Like, this this song that we recorded in right. hell, I think damn near a laundry room. Right. Like people are and, still watching this it, fucking video. The internet <laughs> like, is like this incredible time capsule that you can just watch be filled with stuff, essentially. And once it's yeah. in there, it's in there. The internet is forever, homie. Like no one's unplugging that shit. It's at yeah. least not right now. The power ain't yeah, right. None, like, none, you know, the power ain't going out, out. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's forever. And um, yeah, man. Like, I still have. How you feeling? Pop up my timeline. Someone reposted how you feeling on their um as their artist pick a week or two ago. That song's been out for four years now. You know, and mm. that's to me amazing. Yeah, you know, it's it's. It's it's just a blessing, man. It's it's incredible that when it happens, it sucks when it sucks, but when it's good, oh baby, is it good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, because you know we're you know we we want we the validation. Li- you know, we live and die by you know, numbers we, sometimes. When you, you know, tell and people, hey, I'm an artist of some sort. Some people are really cool. Some people aren't, and those people that aren't really suck. Because, and I get it, you know, they're they're good yeah. and bad. You know, they're good and like the, all right, well, fuck you. I'm going to like use this as fire motivation for what I do. Um, you know, I'm going to be motivated. I'm going to do this. And, um, but it's going to give me a fire. But also it, cre- it creates that doubt that you didn't have. It creates that doubt. And doubt can be a motherfucker. Yeah. Doubt can hold you up. Doubt can, you know, doubt can stop yeah, you can. in your tracks. Doubt has like killed more careers than like actually killing, like killing, like yeah. right. Well, doubt has I killed more careers than not having talent. Play guitar like it's nobody's business. That can sing every note that you need. That can rap every whatever. You know, I, I know those cats. Um, I swear to God, if he locked his door. But, um, no, like, it's, it's you know, they, they get, the doubt stops them, kills them around their tracks, you know, and keeps them from doing what really? they want to do. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even doing this podcast, you know, I have a, you know, I have a, you know, rough estimate of, you know, how many listen, you know, listeners I can expect to get. And it still blows me away to like, people take their time to sit and listen to me talk about bullshit sometimes. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I've, you know, I've done a few, you know, interviews this year, but for the most part, it's just been me and the crew sitting around shooting the shit. And it's like, damn, y'all, you know. There's people it out there that good. are listening to this. Like, so like fuck it. We'll keep doing it. <laughs> you're a part of it. You feel like you're involved and you feel like what you're doing has purpose. So like, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. But like, if it was getting two or three listens or whatever, it still had purpose because it's what you decided had purpose. You gave it purpose. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they ride. you know, those two or three people. Hell, they, you know, if, they're, if they know there's the first two or three people, they're they like, ride. Fuck yeah, you I know. am. Fuck yeah, I am. Day one, baby. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. So that way, when it, if it gets to, tw- you know, if that shit ever pops off, they can go right here, baby. Day one. Where were y'all at? You know, yeah, they, yeah, that's but everybody wants to shout day one and talk about being down since the beginning. Like, now. Nah. Right. If y'all was down since the beginning, the beginning wouldn't have been so hard. <laughs> I'd be doing a little better. You know what I mean? Because you know, because you know, I had motherfuckers. You know, I had motherfuckers hopping in my inbox quickly, quickly right. after I said I did. You know, you after I did the interview with Dola White, one of my big, like one of the voices and people of my childhood and my life. So you know, man, like I grew up. Right. You know, rap 101 was the only rap station that I had listened to growing up. It was the only one I knew of or that was around. You know, so a lot of my music, hip hop tastes come from yeah. that station. And I grew up listening to Dolo White and Scoobash. But that shit, I will never, I won't go to my grave knowing that. Yeah. I've, I've ran into Dolo White in person before, like, you know, out here just doing shows and stuff or going to shows, you know. Uh, it's crazy then. So the fact that you got to sit down and have a full conversation with them. I listened to that episode, man. It was so good. It was so tight to see happen. Like, and you know, you earn, I know that work you've been putting in, you earned that shit. So like, you know, it's crazy to watch it happen for you. And it's just awesome. And it was, it's just awesome. It's just so cool. Right. All right. It was crazy to me. You know what I mean? But, you know, talk about people talking about they've been down since the beginning. Like I said, it wasn't minutes after I posted that that I had somebody, you know, hopping in my inbox talking about wanting to do the show. And I'm and like, You didn't want to. Like, I've asked you to do the show several times. <laughs> you know? Only when, like, I'm gonna, that, that, that's going to happen. People, like, you know, I, if I had um, a dollar for every time I saw somebody try to hop on a wave of somebody else, you know, I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be pretty all right. I'd be doing pretty all right. Yeah. It happens all the time. People try it with me, and I'm like, "Who the? Yeah, why? Yeah. Don't what? <laughs> I can't help you." <laughs> right? I'm, you know, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to ride my wave. Hell, there's barely enough room on this <laughs> wave for me. <laughs> I don't know how to surf. Like, don't ask me how to ride the wave. I can't surf. Like, I don't even. I barely know how to swim, homie. Like, yeah. Have you follow? Yes. Yeah, yeah, follow follow me. We both gonna be lost. That. All I know, all I've, I all I can ever tell people is, fucking try 
put in a good effort, be a good person when no one's looking and trust your process, trust who you are, trust your talent and put in the work and things will happen. Like, and if things don't happen, then maybe you're doing it wrong. Maybe you're going at it about, it's never about talent. I'm, you know, their talent will get you, talent will get you going, but it won't keep you in there. You know, like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Nobody makes alone. it on talent. Yeah, so I mean, people. Are, some people are you know, like yeah, some no, people are nobody. Born entertainers. You know, some people are born entertainers, and some people are actually entertainers because they pursue it. Like, and uh, you can't tell me that. Like, listen, well, Jimmy Fallon, right? Jimmy Fallon's got his own show. Talk, you know, he's got his own talk show. You right. Know, he's been around for years. But you, if you went up to Jimmy Fallon and asked him how funny he thought he was, he'd probably be like, I'm not all, you know, whatever. He'd be very humble about it. Like, I don't think I'm that talented or whatever. I just know I put in a lot of work. And, you know, I, I, he put in a lot of work over the years and he, you know, tried and he put in effort, you know, and he, he got lucky along the way, but it still, it still happened to him. You know, luck is just being in the right place at the right time and being ready. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it is, like. Yeah. It's, what is it? Exactly, it's when exactly you know preparation meets you know, opportunity. That's what it I is. think is like, what I've heard. You know, it's just like that in athletics. It's like that in sports. It's like that in business. It's like that everywhere you go. It's all luck is, you know, and and not dumb luck. I'm not talking like you're walking and you take two steps forward and then a piano crashes behind you. Like you obviously weren't ready. You you don't spend all your life getting ready for a piano to fall on your fucking head. But I'm talking like those lucky those lucky shots, those you know lucky breaks that get you from here to here. Those those are those are being those are being where you need to be and being ready to do what's necessary. It's going to get you. That's what luck is, and that's all that is. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, right. You know, there's plenty of stories about it. I mean, me and you are both wrestling guys, you know what I mean? So, like, there's plenty of yeah, stories yeah. of it, you know, right you know, like in the wrestling world of the right person was in the right place. Wrestle this guy, yeah, sure, absolutely. They get out there and they kill it, like, oh, shit, you're really good. All right, well, let's, let's, you know, you're lucky, break just got you another booking, and that other booking, and then the next, and the next, and the, you know what I mean? Like, You know, you know, or there could be a situation, you know, that happens where, you know, a guy gets unofficially yep. suspended like Triple H, you know, after the curtain yep. call incident. And he's supposed to win the King yeah, of the Ring. Austin, well, you can't yeah. do that. How about we, how about this Austin guy over here? I think we did. I think Austin, I think he did all right with that. He, he, yeah, he did. A, Steven did pretty, pretty all right. Yeah, Steve, Steve, I believe. Yeah. He did. He, he did yeah. his thing. Yeah, he, he did his thing. Had a nice little run. He did. He did. He, he did all right for himself. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. But but it might have right. seemed like overnight. But hell, he, no, been, Steve, he put in Steve ten years of work. The game for years, and, you know, and was always told like, "Yeah, you're a great wrestler. We just don't think you can make any money or whatever." You know, and he said, "Fuck you." But he said, "Oh, fuck you," and. <laughs> Put in work anyway. You know, most guys tell him like, "Oh, I don't think you'll ever draw. I don't think you'll ever do this." 
you know, coming from someone who has before, that can destroy a person. Or it can make that person. You know, maybe that person, you know, if Rick yeah. came up to you and said, hey, I don't think you could ever make money in wrestling, and your, your response is to be, oh, you're probably right, or fuck you, I'm going to prove it any, I'm going to do it anyway. And then if you go, oh, well, you're probably right, but you prove him yeah. right. Well, then he's right. But if you say, fuck you, then you have a chance to prove him wrong. And maybe yeah. he is right. Maybe you ain't shit. But yeah. you got to find out. That's all you can do is find out, homie. And be, yeah. Just like, fuck around. The, yeah. the motto you know here is fuck yeah. around and find out. <laughs> like, fuck around and find out. <laughs> Right, we're gonna fuck. Exactly. We're gonna fuck around right. and find and out if this shit work, is gonna work or not. Fucking, you're gonna tr- if you try and it works, it works. It it definitely ain't gonna work. Absolutely yeah. not. And if you don't try, it ain't gonna work. Ain't nobody. Nope. Ain't nobody want to race on this. Ain't nobody want to race from the nope. couch. All right, but yeah, man. So. One night in Lafette. Let's see. I'm I'm making this shit up as the, I go. The 18th, yeah. This is what the this the 18th. Yeah, it's the 18th now. So, by the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, uh, one night in Lafette should be dropping within the next three days, or it could have already dropped if you're listening late. But where are you know so for the people able, that didn't so hit up the pre-sales? Where are they going to be able to get this music title, album? iTunes, if you want to buy it, Bandcamp, if you want to buy it, I recommend buying it off of Bandcamp.com because if you buy it off Bandcamp.com, um, I will post a link to that and share all that on my social medias and stuff. But if you buy it off my Bandcamp, I make more money off of it, and I really fucking appreciate it. But if not, it's Spotify, Apple Music, Title, YouTube, Napster, Deezer, all the good shit everywhere. Bro, and oh, I'm shit. on it, baby. Oh shit! I know Napster was still I'm around. Out here. Like, I know you, you put shit on Napster. Don't tell me I'm not. Like, I'm on Napster. He out here. You can't tell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like right now, right now, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug myself for just a moment, if I may. If you are in the mood, you can watch me. Oh. On Amazon Prime right now. That is that is a legitimate option. Uh, there's a show. There's a show. It started out as a yeah. YouTube show, but is now on Amazon Prime uh, called nice. Man Cave. And I did an episode. You know, I had a you know I had a very brief brief guest appearance on an episode. It was a real fun time. But they have since That's worked tight. out That's whatever bad. they need to work out, awesome. and that show is now available on Amazon Prime. So I am on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, I felt like that was the shit when I got this podcast on iHeartRadio. I was like, because it was hell. It took hell. It took like three months to do the shit. So I was like, I've, I've, I, fuck exactly. yeah, I'm on iHeartRadio. You can't you can't, you can't tell me shit today, bro. I'm on. I'm on, baby. I'm hot. Birdman. I'm Hollywood you know right now. Like, I'm Hollywood. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, gonna be on the website soon. That's I got a, my own my own personal website will be launching here soon. 
um, with like I, I ain't gonna I'll announce that one. I haven't announced the the website name, so you can't go to it yet. But when I do announce it, people will see it. You should follow me on all your social medias and stuff. I'm at I'm at it's Austin Wise on Twitter and Instagram. That's I T S A U S T I N W I S E on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can just um the YouTube channel is Austin Wise. You can find that. Find the logo, all that shit, everywhere. Buy my record. Don't just scream it. Buy it because I like to eat. Buy the buy the record. <laughs> buy the record. Buy, buy, buy the record. Yeah. Like, don't don't just it, don't just, just enjoy it. Pay for it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I have to try to sell it a little bit. Give you the like. Hey, I mean, it ain't gonna hurt. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, you can get it for free, but I'd really appreciate it if you paid me for it. Like, that that if you could if you could just do that, that'd be great. Uh, But yeah, man, like I said, I've been you know, yeah, yeah, I guess four years at least. You know, four years. Like I said, since you last did the show, thank you. You know, I, I watch you grind. I appreciate it. You know, I see what you're doing. Uh, look forward, you know. Look forward to more, to more shit. You know, maybe next time, after you know the pandemic is over, you know, hell, I'll, I'll get you, I'll get you down here in the uh, in the I'll dub house, and you can, you know, I'm always down be on that. the show with the uh, the whole crew here. Uh, Would love to be on the show in another capacity, anything, absolutely. But uh, yeah, but uh. Any anything else you want to say to the people? Yeah, yeah. You, you um, gave me you, music information, the social medias and such. Me, if you check me out on anything on any social media or whatever, or check out the album um, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't care if you listen to it for 10 seconds and you hate it, or if you listen to it all the way through, thank you for taking the time just to check me out. Um, I It means the world to me. Uh, Drinks with Dub is the shit. Is the best podcast out there. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. I'm kidding. You can beat me up. Uh, but <laughs> you can beat me up. Oh, somebody that she knows. And if he can't, his people can. can. <laughs> he's a big guy. He probably like stare me into a rest hole, into a chokehold. You know what I mean? Like he just stares at me hard, and my I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. You know, but um, no, um, <laughs> fuck that hurt. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it looks thank good you for having me on. Um, like I appreciate it. I really do. I thank you for taking the time to have me on your show. I I really do appreciate the shit out of it. Um, buy the record, check it out. Follow me on the Instagrams and stuff. Follow me on the Twitter. Album comes to you. Music video soon. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that last part, but whatever. Uh. <laughs> That was an exclusive. That's what we do here yeah, on the Drinks with Doug like Show. The, we um, give you the exclusive oh God, news. Uh, the, the explosion. <laughs> uh, who, whoever the fuck, whoever the fuck does this explosion? I'm mm. losing it. The, yeah, flex the flex. Oh, uh, flex. Drop a bomb. Drop a bomb. It's bombshells shattering, earth shattering news. Uh, uh hold up. You're, you're a rapper. You hadn't. Oh. Been, 
I'm not going to let you leave the show. You hadn't shattered out your crew. You're right. You ain't ain't shattered out your people yet. (laughs) That's my brother's Richie Lair, Cody Lair. He's doing my Cody Wise now. And his crew, Para, are doing big fucking things. Check out Para. They're great. My team at at PMB, that's Fresh Kid, Don Shell, Tay Two Times, you dig? Uh, Sean Stanner, Kenny P, uh, Jean-Luc, my big homie, West Hood. Um, Shouts out to them for always having my back. Um, King Perp having my back, putting me on and shit. Shout out my girl, Alex, for helping me manage my shit. Shout out the Grass Kingdoms for just being fucking dope with what the fuck he does and just having my back and shit. Um, We don't have like a crew collective name or anything like that. Um, just child, the homies have been riding with me and just been about it and all that shit this whole time. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. You got to wrap shit in. That's typical hip hop. But man, thank you for doing this, man. Uh, we'll get back with you, man. We'll have you back on. But, uh, in the meantime, in between time, I'll be back with some more episodes coming soon. I'm going to get back to work. Uh, been busy, busy, busy. But the drinks with the podcast is not going anywhere. We still here. We still doing what we do. And it's having fun, having drinks, and having a good conversation. And I'll tune in with me next time. Yeah. And like I always tell you, if you knew better, you do better. Peace.